Welcome back, people. It's August 22nd. 2022 so the 22s are back in effect but this is an episode <laughs> 32 or 22 or 34 vince another week yes. we're back again how are you my guy i'm great man happy to be here uh happy season two episode 34 um i think we're kind of getting the hang of this now mike i gotta tell you yeah i know i know i think we're pretty good at it now yeah so I thanks for listening people we're, we're we're here we're out here yeah, we out here. Thank you for listening. As always, we are back. I mean, we are back with some wicked content this week. We're gonna get into wicked some smart, wicked smart. We're getting into <laughs> some, we're getting into some wicked content. Uh, we got some good stuff here to talk about. We got fantasy footballs coming up soon. We got college footballs coming up soon. Uh, I mean, God, I think we're a week away from the kickoff here, so life's gonna be pretty interesting over the next few weeks. So everybody, buckle up. But uh, Vince, the, the real yes. question everybody's dying to know yep. is, you know, and we're going to touch on this briefly because I don't think it happened this week, but is Vince still a golf guy? So, yeah, I didn't go this week, this weekend. What? So this is the first time in, in like months, I feel like. Who are you? <laughs> um, uh, you know, everybody deserves a rest. <laughs> so that's what I had. I so. did actually try to go on Saturday morning with the mentioned richie who we all love and we haven't mentioned in the last two weeks so we made sure i said his name this time can't um give him, can't give but, him too much clout you know that's true can't to get him too confident head. don't want to go to agreed his head. big daddy richie and i though we're gonna try to go on saturday oh, and Richard. it was rainy and it was a bad time to go so we were like listen we're not gonna go this week we'll move it to another week and i kind of i'm okay with it you know i got to give my swing a break here you know sometimes you just got to look back at it and say, you know what, I, that that wasn't my weekend, and I'm just gonna start fresh next weekend, right? You know and yeah, and that's what it was. It was like, because I've been playing shitty recently, so I'm like, maybe if I do like a little break weekend, I don't think about it, come back out it later, like I'm a professional or some shit, but I'm not. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna try to do it probably next weekend and see what's up. Okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe I'll be a fly on the wall. Maybe I'll hey, be a but I'm actually I I'm uh. Yeah, you're a busy guy. I was it's a young lady's, I, uh, young lady's birthday. I can't. I, I can't. Miss yeah, that you definitely can't. No. Um, but yeah, no. If for all those are wondering, still a golf guy, but that's just Buddy. carryover from last week. But he needed a break, just like how sometimes everybody needs a break. It's true, right? Right. I mean, that's how it works sometimes. You know, Vinny. At the end of the day, we are still going to monitor well into the winter if you're still a golf guy, because this guy is going to have a golf simulator in his new place. So yeah. how about that? And then that we're going to see your house a lot, bro. <laughs> Let's go. And then, and then, I mean, Hey, maybe even sometime next year, we might have a new segment stating if Mike is a golf guy, but I doubt is Mike finally that. a golf guy. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if that segment ever comes, but I yeah, like you golf know, Mike more than Packers, Mike. I'll tell you that. Hey, I could agree with that statement. I could, <laughs> I could agree with that statement, even though that's are. kind of the nickname. I mean, even people on the Twitters are calling me out from uh far far away yeah yeah no we got um we got a bit of a or actually i did it was a direct to me i'm um, just asking me and i would love your opinion actually um how amped up are you about david bakhtiari coming off the pup list are you giddy with excitement um to answer your question in a word that word is no so uh bakhtiari i mean hey guy can chug beers you know, he does a pretty good job of doing that. You know, he's a good, he's a good offensive lineman. 
yeah, I mean, hey, he's he's a part of the Packers regime. You know, they draft him good over there. That's the one thing yeah. as a franchise the Chicago Bears have never been able to do. You know, yeah. which is why your allegiance Jenkins. lie over there. My allegiance does not lie there, Vince. It's full of shit, but I can call it what it is. All right. <laughs> call a spade a spade. <laughs> I'm a fan enough to know what it is. I can call a spade a spade. I can call, you know, I mean, hey, I can call the rattlesnake that bit me a bunch of times that, you know, you never want to pet. But it, it just always seems to bite you, you know, two times a sure. year it bites us, Vince. Two I won't argue there. Bites, you know, and our Super Bowl, as we have discussed, is the fucking Packers losing a playoff game. That is our Super Bowl every year. So, and I'm excited to watch it again. The answer is no. You know, (laughs) the end of the day, yeah, you know what? I might have put on uh, a dealer in my business in Green Bay, literally a block away from Lambeau Field. But, okay. You're not helping your case here. Those are for fucking business purposes, people. And I don't want to hear another fucking word about it. Yeah, Mike's in a meeting. He's like, listen, I love Aaron. I wouldn't tell my Chicago friends that, but I love him. And then meanwhile, you're doing it weekly on a podcast. That's bullshit. (laughs) You know what, Vince? I go mad Colin Coward when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. I can say that the guy is a giant bitch, but I can also say that he's very good. So you can't deny greatness when it's in your face. You know what no, I'm saying? He's a great quarterback. There's no so, doubt. About okay. It. <laughs> so yeah. And Vinny wants to play the Packers Mike game and all this nonsense. But it's true. I mean, at the end I'm of saying the day, all I'm saying is that if you were in a Packers fan, you wouldn't be getting so defensive about it. But hey, it is it is what it is. We're out don't here. Trigger me, Vince. Don't trigger me. <laughs> I'm gonna be out here in the next episode and be like, Deshaun Watson. I'm sorry if I triggered anybody with my <laughs> yeah. actions. It's like idiot. fella. Fella. <laughs> You did more than trigger somebody. He you already admitted women. to it. You had <laughs> he already admitted women. to it. Yeah. You admitted to it. You had 60 women come out and say, <laughs> you did this. And listen, right. 60 people? 60 people, bro. Right. Don't. Dude, if we can get that many people at like a show, that's a good show. <laughs> that's how you know right. it's a problem. Right. If if that per, if that amount of people come out against you where it could fill a small amphitheater. Yeah. Um, Chances are if it's the max capacity of a Starbucks, then you're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Vince, to kind of tick on to this, you know, uh, strange and unusual topic and more infidelity. uh, We have a new strange and unusual this week and it is Mm -hmm. juicy as fuck. Yeah. You sent this one to me this week. It is juicy. And I mean, dude, this was one of those things where I sent it to Vince. I was like, dude, this is our strange and unusual right here. Like right yep, here. It right was. Now. Strange and unusual. We are back. So since I sent it, I'm kicking this off. Please. So the Carolina Hurricanes, okay, have uh, some commotion. And granted, they went to the playoffs this year. They and they kind of had a debacle come playoff time. That's all they I'm did. saying. They did kind of have a debacle come playoff time, and it may or may not be because of this. So, teams reporter Abby Labar, and it's official, had been caught cheating on her fiance with Aaron Cole. Ian. Ian. Oh, my bad. Ian Cole, not A.A. Ron. Okay. He's got Rogers on the mind. (laughs) You prick. You did it to yourself, dude. Come on. You know what, Vince? I don't need your shit right now. I don't need your <laughs> Keep shit. Keep going. Right You're now. doing a great job. Burying a very deep grave. Anyway, <laughs> Ian Cole. Okay. What is he? Is he a defenseman or a winger? No clue. Not a clue. 
He no. plays for the Hurricanes, though. Um, has actually been caught with this Abby Labar cheating on his wife, whom he has multiple kids with, and she is also currently pregnant. Abby Labar had been most recently engaged. So this one is out hoeing it up, right? And now she's also in a love triangle because it is also reported that this isn't the only, not only one hockey player, this, what you could call, and, and I know this may not PC, be PC, but a smidge of a puck slut. She is basically. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Isn't that a good one? So this puck slut is out Jesus here Christ, so jumping gross. around the team. It's true, though. Like, listen, I grew up with hockey bros. So this is like <laughs> the ultimate term, like Jersey chaser. You know, we could just continue to go into that once again. Yeah. Not a kid show. It is what uh -oh. it is. So <laughs> at the end of the day, she's in a love triangle with more than one player. Now, that second player has not yet to be named. But this one's been gone through more than like the, the buffet table at Old Country Buffet. So, Vince, I'm just saying. Yes. I mean, now that she's fired and all this, I mean, where do you go as a franchise? It's like the Sebastian Maniscalco of, aren't you embarrassed? Yeah. I mean, they got rid of Ian Cole. They got rid of her. So that was good. Um, I don't know. I think this is an indictment on the Carolina Hurricanes, like, team. Because it's like, you know, it's a couple people, a couple bad eggs. I just think she is a nut. That is crazy to do. First off, from a professional standpoint, you can't be having sex with the players if you're reporting on them. And then second off, you're engaged. And third off, you know this guy has children and a wife, and his wife is pregnant. Homewrecker. So Fucking homewrecker. You have three marks against, hey, probably a bad call. And then I guess the fourth thing is, is why stop there? You know, like there's something going on in the head where it's like she doesn't care about getting fired. She doesn't care about her uh, marriage happening. She doesn't care about his marriage or his kids' lives. And she doesn't even really care about him because she's going at it with another dude on the team as well. So it's just like. She was just like engaged. Right? Yeah. I mean, yes. just engaged. It's like, I just got engaged. How could you even think of this? How could you even bring yourself to this? I mean, listen, I know you're on the road and times get lovely and all that good stuff. Still. But still, bro, get on the FaceTime with hubs. You know? Right, I mean, exactly. It's crazy. I mean, how does that cycle start? Is it her initiating? Is it him giving her like a what's up? But I Probably. mean, like, I guess it runs like thick. Like they were texting each other. Like she was sneaking in and out of his rooms. Yeah, um, she would leave her, her cell phone at her room to make it look like she was sleeping in her room. And she would go out with him and like go in his room and stuff. It's some slimy behavior. I'm very anti that shit. Wow. Wow. It's great. Wow. She has her own website. <laughs> but like, how do you get a job after this with another professional sports You don't. Team? Like what comes oh, up in God. that interview? What comes tarnished. up tarnished? I have no clue. I mean, she she tarnished her ability to get any other any other job. It's just stupid. OMG, bro. And I mean, like, I'd mind if she's like, it's just it. Listen, it, it's just awful in so many ways. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Professionally I don't and personally. know. It, it's not like a good thing. It's not like, you know. It's not like. The, the Jack Jets Wilson back Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. It's not like Zach Wilson, you know, kind of becoming a legend because of this. You don't become a legend because of this. You just, now uh -uh. here's the thing, Vince. Here's the real question, because this is the crazy fucked up world we live in. 
does she or does she not start an OnlyFans? <laughs> I mean, it's. I think it's going to depend on uh, how her job prospects end up happening after this. I mean, she'd probably get some clout for a while, but it's kind of just like, I don't know. It's just so gross to me. The whole thing's so gross. I mean, she's like, what is wrong with you? Do you think she's like going to profit off of this? I wouldn't think like it's. I mean, I wouldn't think I think she's going to try to avoid it. She, I would assume she's extremely embarrassed because I would also be in the scenario. She knows what she did, whatever it may be. But like she won't be able to get another job. That's exactly what I'm thinking the whole time. It's like no one's going to be like, let's bring her in because it's going to be a PR disaster. And what's the best that she can do to make that not a big deal? That's going to be like, is she worth is the bark worth the bite? And I don't think anybody's going to say, yeah. Like, here's the worst part of all this. Like, the NHL, bro, is, like, across two countries. It's across two separate countries, yeah. Vinny. I don't know how you yeah. ever come back from this because it's not like... Considerably, too. It's to not Canada. like one team. Right. But does she speak Spanish? Can she go to Mexico? That's the next question. <laughs> that, or maybe that, she that, goes to know. the let UK. Me, let me DM like, her. <laughs> I was half tempted. I saw, I, saw, I saw her LinkedIn. Should I should I try and connect with her on LinkedIn? Get her on the pod? Just be like, listen, yeah, for sure. I know I sell smoke detectors, but do you want to come on a podcast? Do you want to tell Dude, your side of the so story, funny. Abby? Do you want to tell your side of the story, Abby? Please come on. The show. Please on come the on the pod. Please come on the pod and explain to us why you are not a peace loot. You know, yep. I mean, that's all I'm saying. But not a kid's show. Nonetheless, we are back to our typical ways, and I kind of love it, Vince. This is—I've been agree. waiting for a minute here. Yeah, there wasn't waiting. any like mildly sexual things happening in the last couple of weeks, so I'm happy that we found another. This one. show <laughs> always needs mild, mildly sexual things and infidelity. Yeah. It's kind of just what we do, and I think yeah. we do it pretty well, you know. Mm -hmm. But I mean, just to touch on that, just don't don't do that, people. If you're engaged, be engaged. Don't do that, and if you're not ready for that step in life, then don't do it. Yep, just don't do it. It's not and also, if you know that someone's having a child with his wife and then also has two other kids, probably leave that alone, too. He's a homewrecker. Like, do you think it makes it I mean, it's better? it's equal blame. Definitely equal blame. He's no, a dickhead, hey, too. It takes like, two to tango. It right. takes two to tango. Now, my question is, Zach Wilson scenario, if it's like a young single dude on the team, is it worse or better? Or is it all just awful? It's better because you're not ruining two families. You're just ruining yours. Right. Right. So do you think there was a thought process in her mind where she was like, listen, if I'm going down, you're, you're, you're on the fucking with Titanic with me. You That's know? fine, but you're already making the shitty decision in the first place, too, you know? My question is, who's on the door? What right? do you mean? Who's floating? We're talking Titanic scenarios oh. right now, Vince. Who's on the door? Is oh, neither. They're like the they're like the people that didn't get a chance. So they both drown. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. The All one right. on the door is the dude that hasn't been named. <laughs> yeah. The... <laughs> that guy's that That's guy's awesome. clear. That guy's he's, clear. He's in the clear is right. He is. Yeah. And then she was gonna hop on. He's like, "Yep, yeah, not enough room. Sorry." <laughs> it's true. It's true. There I you mean, go. listen, listen. I understand it. Um and. At the end of the day, this is uh, this is bad. But hey, we're back with Infidelity. We're gonna have to monitor the situation. Do you think we have an Abby Labar update? Like as we get closer to hockey season, like where is Abby Labar today? Still on Instagram. <laughs> where is he in cold today? 
is it a thought process that the taxi squad goes to the next game? Ian Cole plays as a defenseman and just I'd love puts that. up a giant sign. Just like what team like, is he on now? You're a piece of shit. He is a Tampa Bay lightning now. Oh, so watch. He wins a championship next year. <laughs> what a kick in the ass that would be. Seriously. But still piece of shit. Anti you know that what guy. though? That's so fitting for Florida. I mean, that's oh, yeah. so fitting for Florida because like, yeah. Not like the entire state of Florida, because if you're also from Chicagoland, you have family that ultimately live in Florida. It's kind of yeah, like a rite of passage because uh, yep. they figured out to get out of this lovely state. But uh, Vince, I could go on this strange and unusual for a long time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I lo- I just, you know, the juiciness is good for us, for their life, the sanctity of life that they have here. Not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt no, about no, it no not at all not at all well vince i mean hey at the end of the day uh you know people are gonna disappoint you man you know as we get older in life that's kind of how it works but you just hope it's not your fucking fiance you know you get yeah. so many opportunities to call somebody your fiance and also i mean not to play this every time but you also hope it's not your father of your three children yeah that's awful Cause she's about Dude. to have a kid and she's like, fuck you. There's no trust. That's just crazy. I, that's the thing that I can't beyond her beyond the whole we're engaged, whatever. I can't wrap my head around having a pregnant wife at home and being like, this is the answer. That Dude, is I'm, crazy to me. Well, I mean, she's going to get paid a bag. I mean, she's going to get a divorce and it's like going to get paid a bag. Yeah, but he's not getting, he's not making mills. I mean, Still making more money than the most of the general population. Agreed, maybe. for sure. But even so, like you'd rather have like the second half of your marriage there, <laughs> to say the least. But he basically ruined that. So, yeah. whatever. We can lament on this all day, but that's really just kind of how really I feel. Good. All right, let's let's yeah. keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Where are we headed next, Vinny? You take this. Uh, we're going to the NFL. Um, last week we talked about the beautiful Patriots getting the fights with the Panthers. I haven't heard anything, um, but a couple news from the training camps. Tom Brady's back with the Bucks. Tom Brady went to the Bahamas with his family and his beautiful wife, Giselle, to enjoy a little bit of family time. And my question is, why now? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get it. So this is a loaded question, too. You know, we speculated last week that is Tom, you know, in Giselle's relationship on the rocks. You know, I would like to say that I think that it's not still, but yeah, I think if I I think Tom's just to a point now where he's got this shit on autopilot, he basically knows he's got the NFC South in a bag and he was like, well, you guys got this shit for another week and a half, right? Yeah, I'll be on vacation. I'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Well, like, why now? If you have that whole off season, I mean, he's been promoting his brands and shit, but a lot of people said he may have been performing uh, a Mass episode Singer. of the Mass Singer. Yeah. There was a lot of yeah. spec on that too because he it's signed still that possible. huge deal with Fox. Right? Isn't that crazy that he's not even yeah. out of the league yet and he has a deal with Fox? Yeah, I saw that. And then, that was actually a really cool conspiracy theory and I hope it's true. I can't hear Tom Brady singing and I really hope he's not good at singing because like, get, be bad at something, please. But... I mean, they yeah. thought like, you know, Fox, Fox runs the max mass singer. He can go and be done. They tape it really shortly. And I guess you're not on it every week. I really only watched it one time, but you're not on it every week. So like he could, he could, you know, record three of them, four of them in a week and a half and be done with it. And then they'll run it and they'll air it for 
X amount of weeks, whatever it may be. So I think it's possible. I think the Bahamas would be a pretty good cover-up story because no one's going to think, oh, are you like getting a divorce like we were thinking about before and things like that. That could be possible. It seems like the Bucks didn't really care at all. So, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what it feels like to me. He's just like either he went up to the Bahamas or he's on the mass Singer. I'm sure of it. I think he went to the Bahamas, honestly. I think Tom yeah. decided. Yeah, why know, would he go insane? Season. I do really believe, though, that this is his last season. I don't I don't think it's going beyond this. I think he wants to come back, win one more. Whether that's going to be possible with a loaded AFC, I, I have no I idea. I think it's. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Well, I think he's. I think he's going to definitely be one of the top teams in the NFC. Yeah. You know, yeah. if anything, I'm more of a Tom Brady guy than I am anything, and I do believe they're going to wrap that thing up. As opposed to who? Oh. Fuck offense. Anyway, <laughs> um, all time Tom Brady. I'm priming it. I'm priming it. No, I think. Um, <clears throat> And that's a good point that you brought up the Packers there because I think I that if they actually <laughs> – sorry, it was a good point that you insinuated it. Um, I think that if the Packers make it to the NFC Championship, then Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl. So Exactly, because Tom Brady owns the Packers. And yeah. Aaron Rodgers can't win an NFC Championship. So No, it's pretty proven, and he doesn't have any weapons this year. He doesn't yep. have any weapons this year. I don't know who the hell. I mean, is Alan Lazard? Lazard. Watch out. Is that, is that really the answer? I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't mean, they have like somebody weird too? I mean, listen, I thought Sammy Watkins signed a deal uh, with them, which I'm pretty confident he did. And, you know, the issue with Sammy Watkins is, is that he comes back and he's good for like two weeks. And everybody's like, Sammy Watkins is back. And it's like, no, he's not. But he's on the Packers right now, and maybe a low key sleeper. But we're gonna get into that. But yes. you know, right now it's just like eh, I don't see it. But I mean, we're we're staying on the Packers talk now. I don't know. Speaking of quarterbacks in the NFC, and particularly NFC South, did anybody see Baker Mayfield? Not as a huge surprise, but Baker Mayfield yes. also got named the the starting quarterback for the Panthers, which we all kind of yeah. knew was gonna happen. But week one, Mike Browns oh. Panthers. Baker Mayfield's thrown 500 yards. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Dude, when you break that guy down, honestly, and Norman Nate's going to love this, but like he against all odds made it work. Yeah. You know, he against all odds really made it work. And in my eyes, he's going to be someone now that if he has actually some stability, Matt Rule used to coach against him in the Big 12 at Baylor. Yeah. So you could see him actually ascend this year. Baker I said this a couple of weeks ago. Um, Baker Mayfield doesn't perform well if he's filled with expectations. Like he's he's played his best football when he comes on and as a walk on as a transfer. He was number one overall pick. He played okay for the Browns. Obviously got him to the playoffs and all that. Now it's like Baker Mayfield's used goods. He's not going to be that good. This is when I'd actually expect him to play better than you're expecting him to play. So I think this actually might be a good situation for him. No, I think, honestly, it's going to be a really good situation for him down there. I really do. Uh, I definitely believe that, you know, if you look at everything, it could work. It could work. I mean, he's got weapons. If CMC stays healthy, if, Big if. I mean, <laughs> that's that's huge for him, you know, but that's just going to be something that we all have to pay attention to. As time goes on. But you know what? I, yep. I do believe that he could be course for a big season. Now, another news, not really a Bears corner, kind of just like a, but just a little bit of a, 
just a little bit of Bears news right now. Not like it's not just totally disappointing to see. But yeah. at the end of the day, Roquan is deciding that he's betting on himself and he is coming back to the Chicago Bears. Yeah. I mean, he's going to play really well this year. We're going to go through the same thing next year. Maybe they'll tag him again. He'll get like 20 mil. He'll <laughs> just run on. This is how it goes. Every time with a franchise tag, Bears aren't going to be competitive. He'll end up going somewhere else and getting good money from them. And but that's, that's the happen. thing. If you're smart as an organization at the trade deadline this year, do you decide to move them? Yeah. I mean, you know how the NFL trade deadline goes. If it's not a skilled player, it's kind of just like, okay. Sometimes people get moved, but. Yeah, I mean, they should. They definitely should to see if you, what you can get for him. But people are going to be like, we're going to have to sign this guy. We'll give you a fifth-round pick. And at that point, is it worth it? Yeah, true. But at the end of the day, if he's worth everything he's going to give you to go to a contender, and who knows what you get out of it. Maybe you get a good weapon, a good young weapon out of it. Because let's face it, right now, is a middle linebacker going to win you a championship? No, but he can run your defense, which I think is a big thing. Sure, but he doesn't know the defense yet. Right. Totally switching schemes on the guy. So is that even realistic to even have a thought of right now? Not in the first year, for sure. No. So but if you're the Bears, he's he is, 25. Is he 25? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, even if he goes to a different team, like, you're a good middle linebacker for years after you're 25. You can probably be like 34, 35 before you start seeing some real downfall there. I'm just saying, though, if the Bears have an extra year of control, which they do, they could tell a bunch of teams, hey, we're probably just going to tag them at the end of the year. Give us your best offer. And with all that being said, a team that's willing to pay him, maybe like the Saints. Mm-mm. Yeah. Maybe they'd want to trade Michael Thomas. Maybe like, is that a fair trade? Michael I don't Thomas want that Roku. guy. <laughs> yeah, Michael Thomas totally is injured toxic. again. You see that? Yeah, I feel like he's doing it on purpose at this point. He is. He is, dude. It's yeah, bad. totally. I feel like he's just like, I'm not playing with the He's the Ben Simmons of the NFL. He's kind of the Ben No, I don't know if he's that <laughs> bad. I don't know if he's that bad. When's the last time he played a game? Uh, it's been like two twenty. Yeah, two years. Last the last time yeah. Ben Simmons played. Right, but but you know what? At least Michael Thomas actually had a legitimate injury. So it you know, just didn't get the yips. <laughs> Didn't didn't yeah. bail out. We don't need what? the Ben Simmons knock, but no, I I not think that Michael Thomas is just pushing it. I just don't think he wants to play right now. He's just saying no until he has to, and that's annoying, and I hate that. Yeah, no, I don't Especially like that. For either. my boy Jameis, how is he supposed to figure it out? How is LASIK Jameis supposed to see what his future is <laughs> if, uh, ah, if he doesn't have good. anybody to throw the football to? You know? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you got Chris Olave. You got maybe Kamara coming back, who I still think is going to get a suspension before the end. Has to. Like, there has to be something there. Is there one person that benefited more from the Deshaun Watson scenario than Alvin Kamara? <laughs> that's Seriously. A, that's a great take. We'd be honestly. talking it's about a... that shit all the time, but we forgot that it happened entirely. Right. It's like, yeah, you know, Alvin Kamara just totally punched a random civilian in the face for talking shit at a nightclub in Las Vegas. Not even punched, like fucking incapacitated. Yeah, he like beat the fuck that guy up. Jesus Christ fucked him up. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's so funny that that gets like swept under the rug 
I mean, that gets swept under the rug. Henry Ruggs gets swept under the rug. Do we have a conspiracy on our hands? Were they I like, don't think Henry Ruggs did because that happened mid-season. And he's in jail, so you can't yeah, really see he is in prison. <laughs> yeah, he's in I prison. I saw a terrible fantasy name the other day. What was it? It, it was like Henry Ruggs okay Racing say on Academy. Air? Yeah. <laughs> the Ruggs Racing Academy. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, I hate to, yeah, no. I mean, people lost their lives that day. And worst of all, yep. a dog lost their lives that day. So, you know, it's just terrible, it terrible things. You know, it's, no, it's all terrible, but still. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's but like yeah, you so add insult to injury when it, when an animal's involved in it, too. Camara got the Houston Astros treatment where they just didn't get blamed for anything because other shit happened that was more important. <laughs> so it just yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. Now, I agree with that statement. I believe that they're all going to get suspensions. I mean, Ruggs is going to be in prison for probably the rest of his life. Yeah, um, a long time. He's yeah, at that's... least until his career should be over. So, oh, yeah, no, there's no coming back from that. That's uh, he was heating he's... on fantasy, too. It was a really damn shame I had him. <laughs> yeah, Vince and I, our fantasy leagues did not go as planned last year. We're going to no. get into that here in a minute. But yeah, I think at this time, Vince is a good, good way to segue to uh some some baseball talk once again yeah into into more people doing stupid shit it, it didn't yeah really didn't quick go... though i will say usually how the show goes is we'll go sport by sport right but we have fantasy football coming in after so instead of just like sprinkling in baseball later we're doing all of it off the top here off the dome and then we're gonna hit some fantasy stuff after that so if you're like how is it already in baseball time when we're not even half an hour into the episode don't you worry. We'll get you there. Don't you worry. As we literally just hit the half hour mark. Now, as yeah. we continue to work through this, Vince, um, yeah. I know that we're just doing a little change up action on some people this week. But, you know, to lead into driving intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Go ahead and Marcel. leave this one. Yeah. Um, Marcelo Zuna, famed Braves. Uh, what was he? The left fielder, center? No, right fielder. Left he's fielder. a middle infielder. He's good. Or middle outfielder. He's good. He's good. He was on the Marlins. He was good. Last year, you'll remember he had a little bit of a domestic violence situation <clears throat> that happened. Um, that got him suspended. And then news came out the other day. Marcelo Zuna got arrested and booked for driving intoxicated. Um. The best part about this, and not best part, because don't drink and drive and don't be an idiot. That's the fucking True. main That's message here. Moral of the story. You can get a ride, especially if you're a multi-million dollar baseball player. You can get a ride. But he got pulled over in the dash, and the footage from the officer came out. <clears throat> the officer walks up, and he says, like, two things to him. I guess he's, like, swerving and stuff like that. He was actually doing a pretty good job, you know, not being, like, obviously drunk. But then he's like, I'm Ozuna from the Braves. He says that right away. <laughs> and then he hands the officer his license and his MLB identification as well, which is brutal. So. And then the next like three minutes was him just trying to dap up the officer <laughs> over and over again, which is a dead giveaway that you're fucked up coming from somewhere that was like pretty like exciting or whatever it may be like overall Dumbass decision. I think the Braves are probably going to drop him now for due, due cause at this point because they're fu the last two years you fucked him over. Like, what an idiot. What a big idiot. Do you think TLR is going to be like, 
hey man i know how that shit goes you want to come with yeah. us <laughs> he's like if we put both of our sayings when we got uh pulled over together you're still like one brain cell because they're both idiots i'm a whole yeah, thing just person. once again i don't care if you're a professional athlete if you, what's your thought process if you're going to go out for a night on the town have a car service you can afford they'll it. pay for it like yeah, literally, literally teams teams pay for that shit you can call them and they'll come pick you up i mean i would utilize that constantly i'm just saying like it's so easy to not do this so i don't know if you feel like you're invincible I mean, right away, the cop had to know, yeah, this guy's fucking loaded. Well, because, like, the beginning, he was just having a conversation with him, seemed, like, normal and shit. He probably smelled like liquor, sure. But, yeah. That's the like, thing when you're you, drunk. Once you start throwing your hand up, like, you're trying to dap a dude up, when you get pulled over, that's just not what you do. That just We're isn't wise what you do. to anybody listening. If you ever get pulled over, this is from a Chicago cop, you cross your arms on the steering wheel, and you have everything ready to go on your dashboard. Meaning your registration, your license, and your proof of insurance. So it's ready to rock and roll. And you cross your arms on the steering wheel. It's a sign of respect. I doubt he would have gotten that. Because here's the thing. When you're that toasted, you don't know you reek of booze. Right, at all. You just think like everything's hunky-dinky-dory. And here you go smelling like, you know, Jim Beam all night. Right. You know, the best thing about that you can do with any of that shit is don't be in that situation in the first place. Don't ever put yourself in that situation. Moral of the story, Mets potentially lose somebody, although the Mets are absolutely rolling right now. Braves, Braves. Oh, he's on the Braves. My bad. Yeah. There's a there's a different Osuna on the Braves, right? Uh on the Mets, no. No, never mind. Yeah, Starling Marte. That's the one I'm thinking about. They're He's from the same place, up. I think. They're I think they're both from Santo Domingo, but I don't know why I know that. <laughs> Dude, I'm full of those. This is why we have a podcast. I'm full of them. Look at look at Vinny. Look at Vince right now. Just I'm knowing where people's true. I'm literally fact checking right are. now and I'm I'm so goddamn right. They're both Dominican. Let's go. Look at this. Hey, another another American based sport where the Dominicans are just raking. You know? It's fine. If they're better, then let them do it. Usually they are. <laughs> Now, yep. as we continue to go into this, we got more suspensions. We don't know what Azuna is going to get suspended for, but Fernando Tatis, we didn't really, we touched on it a few weeks ago, but now more things came out as to the steroid usage. He claimed it yeah. was for ringworm. Dude, I don't know him and his dad this. did such a horrible job dealing with this. So he said it was for ringworm because there's a steroid that you utilize for ringworm that is similar in spelling to what he failed for. Not the same thing, similar in spelling. So it came out and he was like, it was a ringworm medication. It's like, great, that would be cool if it was this one and not what you failed for. So his initial his initial thing was, this was because I had ringworm and he was wrong. Then his dad came out and said it was something else, which also didn't apply to something like this. So they lied twice and he's a dumbass. Uh, he's really fucking up his entire like, <laughs> like possibility of being like a legend. Like you lose, you lose legend status when you fail a drug test. Like that is just what happens. Whether or not it needs to happen is a different conversation. But at this point, it's been what like twenty plus years of people getting in trouble for steroids. Like you know how this shit works. This should not be like your first like time experiencing it. And his teammates basically doubled down. Like he, I think he's like not a liked person in that clubhouse. Well, once again, it's that element of being told you're the shit 
for your entire life because, you know, he's a legacy in baseball. And with all that being said, yeah, you can't hide that. And to think about that, but he just got off surgery. He's trying to come back even quicker. Let's put the pieces together here, people. Steroids help you recover faster. They help you be stronger, better, all that good stuff. Yeah. And and he's putting it working in the gym. Dude's yoked, but still, it's... Why do you yeah, think no. he's yoked? <laughs> well, you can still be yoked and not on the shit, but if yeah, no, the rule is yeah. to helpful, not be though. juicing in season, I don't know. I just, I really feel like this. MLB should look back at what some of their most successful years are over time. And in the modern baseball era, that was the late 90s to early 2000s where guys' heads were looking like watermelons. So similar to that of like spider tack and all the sticky substances guys were using last year that got popped and exposed and certain guys got suspensions and some did and some, some didn't that kind of got a slap on the hand, still helping performance and spin rates, which there's a lot of analytics in baseball right now, which I do believe need to stop. Like, let's just get more so to the fact that exit velocity, spin rates, and all this good shit are just like silly statistics can you play? They're the game? important to some things, though. They really are. Like if you're Winning throwing a slider with the, I agree. Yeah, there's like, like we talked about the dog meter. There's a certain level of dog that you gotta have if you're gonna. I understand like, you gotta really have the dog meter, and Ozuna and Rugs fail the dog meter. So yeah. does Tatis. You you're yeah. you're not dogs anymore. You're puppies, uh-huh. right? You made stupid right. decisions. Now, with that being said, though, all right, you have to look at this from an aspect of saying like. Is it getting clouded to the fact that you're not that good of a ball player? Are there guys getting overlooked at their shitty performances because his exit velo was 110? You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, are, is but the at analytics the end of the, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, I, I, I know. What, I, I see what you're saying because a lot of people do that too. It's just like this guy should not be hitting like this because he's got like his BABIP is like way higher than everybody else's. <clears throat> that shit annoys me. I think like those analytics should be used to supplement an argument and not create one. And a lot of people do that where they're like, Oh, he's hitting one thirty, but his like BABIP and exit velo and all that stuff. It's like that expects him to hit two fifty, So he's going to be better for the rest of the season. And then the season ends and he hits one ninety, and you're like, well, no shit. That was what was happening in the beginning. It's like, you got to put the ball where they ain't. And that's kind of the, the situation. There's like a, I feel like there's a beautiful middle ground where it's like, the sport for what it is and then the numbers to to back it up it should never be the numbers are what the sport is because that's always wrong because there's always a competitive nature there where if you put a guy in that was pitching great all year and then you put him in the ALDS to close a game out and he loses it it's like maybe pressure you know maybe it was pressure show me a statistic that'll show you how good how well they they play in an ALDS like you just don't have that kind of stuff right you know, you, when when you think if that's the case, your guy Liam Hendricks that you love so much, he would have the worst statistics of that ever because he eighteen gave up. in a row. But it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> suck, suck. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, in his one or handful of playoff appearances, he got absolutely shelled. So yep. it goes to show you that, uh, yeah, no, it does all matter. But I'm just saying that I do believe it's being clouded by true performance on the field. And Dexter Fowler actually brought this up um, in a podcast that I saw a clip of a few weeks ago. I forgot the name of it, but 
he was bringing this up like are you being taught really how to play the game at this level and he feels like a lot of people are not and i could agree with that statement because you see a lot of guys in the league being like why are you even here right now right yeah yeah i mean there's like there's like tweaks minor tweaks make those things but it's like hey and that's a big thing too is it messes with those like guys that hit doubles or like guys that are consistently high in their batting average. Like we don't want that anymore. We want boomer bust, the three true outcomes. That was like they're looking for every single time. And it ruins the game. One one more thing about Tatis. Um I'm really sick of people failing drug tests and saying that they're devastated. Because it's like being devastated assumes that you didn't put any it wasn't your fault. It just happened that way. It's like, dude, you right. did it. You can't be devastated. You can't be like, oh, like I'm upset that they you could be devastated that they caught you, but that's not gonna look great. So he says, I'm devastated. You're devastated that they drug tested you and it came out right. Like, sorry. That's it's all like it Abby, is. it's like Abby Labar, you know? Don't yeah, don't say you're I'm so, so upset. devastated. You're upset. No, you're not. Did you're the one that did it. <laughs> did you trip, fall, and land on a Peter? No, you know oh, what you were doing. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> like, what the Ooh. fuck? <laughs> what just stuck me? How did that get right. in there? Shepard How did that get in there? <laughs> Whoops. Right? It's so yeah. true, though. It's so true. Yeah, you're it's not just devastated. Like, oh, yeah, the you're injection not. Injection of other of the shit in your ass. Yeah, no. I it, and and there are multiple types of steroids, and you know who knows? You could have got caught with a random test. And he's like, oh, I'm fucked now. Yeah. If you are wise to take performance enhancing drugs, because they are that they're drugs. Yeah. But if you are wise and inclined to do such a thing and being a professional athlete, and this happens a lot in the NFL, you use human growth hormone in the off season and you keep whatever you gain and you cycle it, you 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 cycle cycle it out and you get off before seasons start and nine times out of 10, you're good. The thing about human growth hormone is that everybody's human growth hormone levels are different. And the thing of it is, if you're that good, you make that much money, you can afford the shit. So it's yeah. like, I don't, it's the fountain of youth, right? And and to me, that's the way to stay better and more limber and younger longer, right? I mean, the day Do you that, think, the day sorry, that your co-host can get on HGH, I'm on it. <laughs> Let's right? go. Let's go. Do you think that they made the Juan Soto move knowing that he failed his test? I think it may have had something to do with it because think about it, like when, MLB teams want news to come out for a trade when MLB teams or even any professional franchise want news to come out about a specific player. It is ultimately by design Mm -hmm. to try and either decrease value or increase value. So there could have been a lot of talk here like, well, yeah, on paper. They would have made them pay more for Juan Soto in that scenario. I'll tell you that. Probably. And then they get Juan Soto and then the Nationals are like, shit. (laughs) Do you think that's what happened? We could have gotten more. Well, and that's the thing too. Like, and I said this a little bit, but his teammates, like (laughs) not about it. Like Clevenger had an interview and he was like, you just hope he ends up growing up. (laughs) You're like, shit, that's coming from Mike Clevenger. And then Machado said, well, we've gotten to this point without him. Which is just like, yeah, well, who fucking kind of needs a him? big slap in the dick, yeah. Yeah, but they're it's like, true. oh, he thinks he's like the star of this team. We don't even need him right now. <laughs> like, it's just like, hey, it's, no one, no one yeah. likes to get outed. But you know what? If you make a stupid decision, be ready to make stupid, or be ready well, to receive the stupid prizes. It's Tatis coming back. Tatis is coming back. Oh hell yeah, we're gonna get our boy back. He's gonna hit all this shit, and then he does that. You're kind of just like, 
all right, well, fuck it, whatever. Like, why did he even do that in the first place? He's going to come back next year, and it's like, all right, prove it. Like, I know you think you're the shit. Prove it, because we already did it last year, and you ditched us, so I don't know what to tell you. That's solely on him. Whatever anything comes out besides it, it's solely on him, and just don't forget that through the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I, I definitely believe that um, sometimes you deserve that. And your teammates mm-hmm. should call you out on stupid shit because you, I, I got money. You'll never, ever do it again. And if you do, yeah, that's a whole other story. Dude, boys but. of summer, man. Like, you're they're with each other all the time forever for months. So it's kind of just like, well, if you're just, like, doing this willy-nilly and not even thinking about all the shit that we're working for right now, then you can go and fuck right off then. That's all Pretty it much, is. Man. No, I agree with that statement. I agree 100%. I think that at times – teammates to become a better teammate you got to go through some conflict and from conflict at times can either ruin a relationship or make it even stronger yep so you hope it makes it stronger for these guys because next season if he when he does come back now my question is does that suspension start like right now 80 games starting right now yeah okay so he'll be back by the all-star break sometime next year yeah he'll be before they got like 60s they had like 60 some left okay so basically he's done now the playoffs are they included in that number of games or he's out for the rest of the season yeah it's over no matter what so at the end of the day i think machado's right and sometimes teams grow closer because of that sort of conflict and and that sort of uh, hype coming around the team but you know, like DJ used to say, the last thing I wanted was more noise around the clubhouse. So we'll see how that affects them. I mean, they're 18 games out of first anyways. They're, they are bidding for a wild they're card. They're a wild card team, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be a wild card team at the end of the day. So they already kind of know that the Dodgers have the, the, the West bagged up. But we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. Now, another thing we should touch on is that Aaron yeah. Boone absolutely <laughs> lost fucking mind in a press conference. And I kind of loved it because – it shows some fire because we see yeah. the flip side, the entire opposite of that, of a team crumbling before your eyes and having good spikes of, oh, we won five in a row and then fall on its face. I'm not speaking mm-hmm. of any team in particular, but um, you see one manager's reaction of it's not acceptable and we have a culture here. And then another is just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm half asleep anyway. Yeah, he's pissed because he was just like we were scoring in bunches at the beginning of the year. And, like, the pitching is still showing up for them, and they're just not scoring anymore. Um, One of my main takeaways for that is that he called runs points. And I've heard this from a couple managers at this point. I think, like, and, like, people who play the game and, like, players and shit like that, I think people that are, like, it's called points or it's called runs, not points, we all just might be chads. I don't know what to say it. I don't know what to say. Chad is a term that I use for dweebs. (laughs) Yeah. Never be a Chad link. You know, that's the, that's, that's the rule. Um, I will say this though. Um, it is kind of nice to see Yankees fans lose their mind and give up on their team. That's still eight games ahead of everybody in the division. Yep. Um, that's the one thing it's like, if you're a Yankees fan, Dodgers fan, any LA fan almost or a Lakers fan or a Packers fan or a Cowboys fan. Like, yeah. Like it's always nice to see that you kind of just like, uh huh. Yeah. Right. Because they talk so much shit. Right. And and then, you know, I, everybody knew there was going to come this time of year where they were going to have some trials and tribulations. So it's kind of great to see in that sense. Now, if the Yankees do fire Aaron Boone, get that guy on the South side. Let's go. I agree. The one, one of the funniest things too, is that they got rid of Montgomery this year for Harrison Bader and Montgomery is, what is it? Five and zero with like a 
3.0 for the Cardinals right well, now. When Harrison so. Bader does come back, he's going to be a banger for him. So Agreed. best believe it. Yeah. Now, we're going to touch on this briefly, and then I think it's time for fantasy footballs. But yep. uh, the, the White Sox season basically ended today. Yeah. Um, we were positive last week. So I was like, you like, know we, what? we thought we were coming out of it. I was like, yeah, exactly. we were like, you know what, dude? Like, something good can come out of this. This is good. We're on a we're on a we're on a heater right now. Is it gonna go great? Nah. Eloy gets fucking messes his knee up a little bit on a swing. Andrew Vaughn gets a pitch to the mouth. He's got like a big bruise on his mouth. Kopak's injured today. It, I would just pack your bags. <laughs> it's Donnie yeah, Grandal out. I mean, at this yeah. stage of the game at the end of the season, you got to move on from TLR and maybe Joe Girardi's an answer. Maybe somebody who can come in here and rally the troops and actually get some fire going underneath these guys. But yeah, stick a fork in them. It's over. They're three games back. They're not going to win the division. It's over. So Every time they give you that inkling me. of hope, it just all gets ruined. If it happens again and one of us starts getting going, we just have to humble we each other. We have to bring each other down <laughs> back to earth. Yes. We're going to say, co-host that's not how this goes and you know mm-hmm. that it's like we have we have recorded history of the shit of the shit happening like vince and i keep going back to pet the rattlesnake and the rattlesnake still continues to bite us but we're like but it's gonna but be it's different so this time he's such <laughs> a cute rattlesnake yeah. he's our rattlesnake <laughs> and every time we get closer he's like yeah he's like get the fuck away from me get the fuck away from me we're like it's gonna be okay this time he's a good boy he's a good boy yeah let's the boy win some games let the boy lock it every top prospect injured in the same week yep it's so awful they're literally snake bitten literally snake bitten yeah no see look at vince we're killing it with the analogies tonight but We've been beating around the bush too long, Vince. Let's get into some yep. fantasy football talk. Shall we? And the last season didn't end too well for the both of us. Yep. 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 We both finished in the bottom three of our league. In our league. I came in third in my other one. Don't forget it. I only play in one league because I don't got time for that. I'm in three this year. <laughs> Jeez, that's a lot of commitment. Anyways. It's a damn shame. I'm going to hate it. Anyways, fantasy football's pretty jacked for it. How you feeling this year, Vince? I mean, are there certain people that you're sort of really, really high on that you're really, really low on? Do you think that guy's yeah. not going to have as good a season as he did last season? Yeah, I'm uh, going to avoid picking all the Chiefs like I did last year. Yeah, Vince is just like Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, fucking Travis yeah. Kelsey, Patty Mahomes. That being said, CEH might have a bit of a better year this year, but overall, I think I don't know. I every single year I try to like, hey, maybe there's another way to do this. Maybe if I change around the way I draft, get a couple top guys in a couple different positions, it's gonna work out better for me. No, probably won't. Um, I'm gonna get screwed like I do every year and end up with like the twelfth pick in a draft. Yeah, every it always very happens well every year. This year, bud, it could very well change for you this year. Yeah, but at this point, I'm pretty sadistic to the whole thing. Um. But you know what? It's a fun time with friends. You can talk shit with each other. And that's what I'm here for. You know, I'm not here for the stress. I'm in three this year. I'm not going to win all of them. It is what it is. We're just going to have to deal with it and have a good time while we do it, dude. Oh, absolutely. It's a great time. It's great for shit talking. It's great to have some competitive, uh, you know, juices flowing between friends. And it's this time of year that we all, you know, being in the Midwest kind of hate to look forward to because it means summer Mm -hmm. is in fact over. 
but we still make the very best of it and football's (laughs) back and it's great opportunity you know to get the boys together on a saturday or sunday and talk some shit and have some fun now with all that being said who are your sleepers this year Vinny? like if you're looking at this league right now i mean it's kind of up in the air we got some teams that may be on the descend and on the ascending end also we got some new coaches in different places right you got McDaniels coming in at a raise. You got you got a lot of new big. things happening, new new ideologies. So, what are your um, thoughts? As a as a precursor, I would just like to say that sleepers and people always do this shit all the time. It's like sleepers aren't going to be your one one. Sleepers aren't going to be the guy that's going to make a difference. You know who's going to make a difference? Derrick Henry. I don't know what to tell you. Like right. you already know he's going to be good if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy the whole year. He's going to be good. That's why we avoided doing the top five thing because everybody's top five is basically the same thing. So sleepers are end of the draft. Maybe grab them if you have some like plus value on them and you had nobody else you want to pick up. That's what a sleeper is. Just saying that off the bat before we start naming names. Everybody's like, who the fuck are these guys? They're not going to score 30 a week. Well, no, they're not. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it could be that guy late in the season that comes up big for you. That's the Elijah Morris. The Elijah Moore. Moore. Don't forget that. I started going off with that dude last year. It was awesome. Right. Um, one of mine, and we'll go one for one here, but one of mine is going to be Chris Evans running back for the Bengals. Um, I say this because Samaje Pirine had an interesting backup situation last year, um, and Joe Mixon gets injured a decent amount. Um, so... Chris Evans, when he came in last year, was actually pretty good. Um, Joe Mixon sees about half of the Bengals' offensive plays, like give or take. Um, but Chris Evans finished in the top RB15 in fantasy on the weeks that, um, what was it, the f- 17th and 18th week, week? So I'm thinking, you know, they were going for the playoff run. They were competing. Chris Evans comes in. He can get you some some good flex position points at time to time. But I, by the end of the year, I see him being the RB2 for the Bengals and getting a good share of the holds this year. You know, I see where you're coming from in that sense. And I'm going to do you one better here. Just okay. similar scenario, right? Different division. And it's America's favorite team if you listen to Fox Sports. But <laughs> Tony Pollard. <laughs> uh, Dallas Cowboys, I believe, yeah. has so much more value than what he's rated in most leagues right now because he's coming in at like 83, 84 right now. Yeah. Where I believe he has far higher upside than a lot of people want to give him. With all of that being said, you look at Ezekiel Elliott coming into training camp this year, looks as if that he ate all of the cake in the offseason. He's down with the thickness, yeah. Yeah, he is down. He is thicker than a snicker right now. And Tony <laughs> Pollard, year after year, seems to grab more target share out of the backfield. One. Two, he also seems to get more touches at times on the goal line. So I do believe Tony Pollard, I'm not talking weeks one through five or one through six even, but I think that last half of the season where you start to get into those days where injuries start to pop up, I think yep. Pollard's going to be a big, big clutch guy uh, for a lot of people in their leagues this year. A close second. Yeah. A close second to that more upside than most is Kareem Hunt because Kareem Hunt has asked for a trade. Now yeah. wherever he does get traded will be another ideal scenario because chances are he's going to be the bell cow. I mean yeah I was going to say you have to assume he's RB1 at that point. So right. he has to go to a team that doesn't really have a running back. The thing with running backs is there's a lot 
of teams that are set on their guys. So he would have to go into a place where a team that isn't confident in who their guy is. Now, what's your thought process on, on, you know, drafting backups? Like if you, okay, so you draft, you know, whoever it is, what, for example, in the years past, you draft CMC. So you also drafted Mike Davis because that's yep. your, that's your handcuff, right? Are you a handcuff guy? Because I feel like I gotta be careful with handcuffs. I am a snake when it comes to fantasy football. If someone picks up CMC, then I'm going to pick up Mike Davis <laughs> because so I know guy. it's going to happen. Yeah, you're like I won't, I won't get the backup for my own guy. I'm taking the backup for somebody else's guy. That's usually the way that I do it. But you got to do it sparingly. Like I'll always, like I'll probably pick up Chuba Hubbard this year just because it's like. I should probably because that'd be smart. Um, even though he didn't perform that well last season, right? Saying. I I agree, but even so, it's like he can come back and have a comeback year, maybe been in the system for longer, whatever, maybe. But you know, he's at least going to get RB one carries, so you got to assume he's at least going to play all right. It's a it's a dangerous game. I mean, if if the RB one is just going at it, then you're just holding on to this guy. And then what if they get injured in week 12 and you already dropped the backup? Cause you're like, well, fuck this. This didn't work out. <laughs> right. I agree. I agree. I think, I think that, you know, a lot of guys get goofy on that towards the end of their draft and just start stealing every handcuff. But mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of that stuff can be picked up on the waiver wire. I'm a big waiver wire believer because yeah. the waiver wire can totally change week to week. Elijah if Moore, baby. Grab, right. Elijah Moore. Right at times like Cam Akers when he got injured uh-huh. and then he wasn't anymore. I mean that's another big one. Um, you look at Amon Ross St. Brown. If you picked up Amon Ross St. Brown halfway through the year last year and just sat on him, you're not doing that this going, year. I'll tell you that. No, no. no. <laughs> but I, I called that out last season early. Mm-hmm. I said don't sleep on, on this show. On this show yeah. called Amon Ra right because I watched him put up huge numbers at USC. Against fairly good defensive backs. I didn't believe you either because I know you're a USC homer. So I just assumed yeah. that it was just like a mic pick, but it wasn't. You were right. No, I know. And I'm not saying I always am right, but I'm I'm damn close when I see talent on the field. I'm pretty good at identifying it. So, you know, people are gonna be high on Drake London this year. I'm one of them. You know, a lot yeah. of people a lot of people He's are an NFL receiver. He's huge. Can I, mean, I give you it? sorry, go, go on. Ahead. I'm going no, on I was gonna change the subject. Um, I have another one. I have another, not a sleeper really, but a guy to keep your eye on. Um, I think Brian Edwards is having a big year this year. Um, obviously Calvin Ridley goes out. Um, he gets traded from the Raiders. It was kind of like a stockpile of people on the Raiders last year. It still is this year now with Devante, but Brian Edwards goes to Atlanta. Atlanta doesn't have a lot going for him. They really don't. I mean, you're starting Marcus Mariota. Not going to be the best thing in the world for a receiver. A lot of people are thinking, go tight end, go tight end. But Brian Edwards is the feature receiver on that team right now. Yeah, they'll probably put Corral Patterson to run around if he's on that team still. I don't even know if he is anymore. Um, no, he is. But I think Brian Edwards is going to have a nice nice year. Um, he's not going to be your first wide receiver, but if you have him available and you need a wide receiver too, I would not be remiss to pick Brian Edwards. That's all I'm saying. I think that that's a smidge of a reach at the end of your draft. That's fair. But I do think Drake London's the guy to pay more attention to because he's a first overall draft pick and he's going to go in the tail end of drafts because when you break down each roster, I mean, yeah, Marcus Mariota's throwing the football, right? 
I, yep. I don't I don't know. In my eyes, it's kind of going to be the Kyle Pitts show. But Drake yeah. London has similar size, and he's going to be on the opposite side of the field. And he's not the guy that's going to turn and burn and stretch, but he's also going to be a guy that could potentially get one-on-one coverage in the red zone. And go and he'll get up and at it. Yeah. Right. That's what he did. He was a specialist at that at USC. And he had Keaton Slovis throwing him the football. So, you know, most of any NFL quarterback is going to be better than that. Where where do you value Trey Lance this year? Mm, I yeah, I from really I difficult saw, for me right now. Really difficult for me right now. You know, he has I think his ceilings Jalen Hurts right now. Yeah, uh, I don't think his uh, I don't think his ceiling is Justin Herbert's rookie year at all. Um, I Not don't think close. that's the case. I think the most you could get out of him is Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts is a huge fantasy upside guy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, and he's ranked he had a pretty a decent people. season last year as a quarterback. A huge fantasy season last year for a lot of people. It's more so he's a dual threat on the run. He's got his legs. Yeah. Yeah. Those legs are huge for him. So I definitely believe that he's going to be a guy to pay attention to maybe halfway through the season when he kind of figures it out a little bit. And I think that's where you're going to know. But in my eyes, I'm not drafting him. Maybe at the very last pick of the draft, is he still on the board? Maybe I'll take him. But really, do you want to carry two quarterbacks on a roster? Yeah, depending on what your league type is. But yeah, it's, it gets Well, if we're talking there. typical standard, or not standard, but, you know, full PPR scoring. Kicker, know, one quarterback. League, kicker, so. one quarterback league. Some guys have dual quarterback leagues, which is kind of ass that's backwards my, to me. That's my dynasty. No, we don't use okay. kickers. We just use multiple quarterbacks. Actually, it's a quarterback and then a flex with a quarterback included. Well, and there's another thing. like People undervalue kickers so much. And a kicker I get Justin Tucker every year. I get yeah, him every Vince year. I don't care what he says. Shit for Justin Tucker. <laughs> He's dog. Like it's like it's like seventh round. Vince is like Justin. He's a Rottweiler of a kicker. I'll tell you. He's. I a might dog. poach. I might post Justin Tucker for Vinny this year. He's gonna be like, "Fuck you, Mike." Um, Dude, Harrison Bucker, back up. <laughs> Bucker's another one. You know, Cairo yeah. Santos last year was certain weeks were like winning people their weeks because he'd have like thirteen. Oh, yeah. 14 points. The Bears can't score touchdowns. Yeah, because the, <laughs> the Bears can't score fucking touchdowns, but they would get close. They would knock on the door, and Cairo Santos comes in. And yep. It's nice to see that stability in a quarterback. Now, quarterbacks. What's your thought process on quarterbacks? A lot of people reach for quarterbacks. It's like, listen, if you pick a quarterback in the second to fifth round, you're kind of a uh, of a noob. Uh, I, oh, I sort of agree with that. It depends on who the quarterback is. Because like if you're picking up Josh Allen, you're getting consistency all the time. I think there's probably like three guys you can do that with, and besides that, you gotta wait. Um, Mahomes will get you 40 points some weeks. <laughs> like that is amazing. It's just the difference of a really good quarterback and a really good running back is so extreme that you really have to make sure you're picking the right quarterback. Again, if you get just if you get Josh Allen. He might be the difference between an RB1 and RB2 points wise. True. But if you go and if you pick like Jalen Hurts in like the third round, it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like you could have yeah, had at, at least stage, an upside receiver somewhere there. At that stage, wait for Kirk Cousins, wait for a guy like Baker, right? That right. do put up sufficient points week to week. That's that's somebody now who's kind of like your quarterback that a lot of people are going to sleep on maybe it's a rookie maybe he's not on the best james winston yeah really james winston really uh new offense no sean payton james winston's taking the helm got lasik surgery james winston's gonna throw the ball 
There's no doubt about it. It happens. I mean, if you remember a couple of years ago when he had that 40, 40 season, true. He threw the ball. He actually got a lot of like, i sure you get, you get some, some knocked off from interceptions and things like that, but he's yeah. going to get those passing yards and he's going to get those touchdowns. It's going to happen. I think that he's going to be, a net positive in fantasy, even if he's a net negative to the saints next year, I do think he is going to be. I agree. I think he just makes really stupid decisions and really big times. Um, But I mean, you look at, I mean, ADPs right now on Russell Wilson. I mean, some people got him in the sixties. I mean, it's like, wait a minute. Well, 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 really Russell, but I mean, Russell's coming into a situation right now where he's kind of calling the shots and running this offense the way he wants to run. He's kind of got a squad. He's kind of got a squad. Kind of got I mean, a squad. Jerry, Judy, Cortland, Slutton. This <laughs> Slutton. <laughs> Slutton. This Albert Akum, whatever the hell. How, yeah, the hell try you that think. one out for size. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not even going to try. It's no. like Albert O. That's what I'm going to call him. Yeah, um, Javante but, Williams in the backfield? Like, come on. Yeah, Javante is another people a lot of people sleep on, by the way. That's yep. another guy that, that could win you your league. Now, I do think my my like – top sleeper tight end this year everybody's big on kelsey and mark andrews and even friar move people are like friar moves to sleeper i'm like he's no longer a sleeper he's that's just a, a dog that's, that's a guy that's yeah. a fucking guy with two young quarterbacks who like to throw the ball uh-huh. to their tight ends because usually tight ends are like security blankets now kittle i think kittle's gonna be highly overrated this year same thing with travis but trey lance though yeah, dude, but here's the thing with George Kittle. George Kittle will come out and be a banger for you through the first four yeah. weeks, and then George Kittle gets some, like, obnoxious injury, like a broken pinky. He's a CMC he's of tight ends, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of the CMC of tight ends where when he's in, he could potentially be league winning, or he's going to just fuck you royally halfway through the season in big games. Yep. So definitely something to keep on the, on, on the sidebar. Now, another thing people need to pay attention to right now, and – I know I'm going back to my USC homer. <laughs> Here he is. But Juju, dude. I think yeah. Juju's in a great scenario this year. Yeah. I like I, mean, I like Juju this year. What are, once what it, are, wait, what was the tight end that you were talking about? I was talking about Albert Akum. Akum, Akum, Akum gotcha. Yeah, he's yeah. He's, no, I'm not trying it either. Yes, he's huge. Sure. He's a monster. I think Vince just wanted to hear me try and pronounce it. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. I swear. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's huge. This dude's like six six, and he cuts. If you look back at his forty times, he cut like a four five forty in the in the combine. So I believe he's got top tier speed. He's huge. If you look at a guy like Russell Wilson, who likes bigger targets a la DK Metcalf, and he makes people better on the field. Definitely somebody to, I think, could be league winning. We league winning. I can't say that <laughs> that sentence right Aku, now. But I definitely... Aku e bunam. Aku e bunam. There we go. O- See, Vince, Oku e bunam from Springfield, Illinois. Fun fact. Look at this. And he's a friend of the show. <laughs> and he's go. a friend of the show. Look at us. Look at us. Now, like, what are what are your thoughts right now on a guy like Zach Ertz? More of just like your security blanket for a guy like Kyle Murray. Kyle Murray, Kyle Murray, I'm good. Do you think Zach Ertz has higher upside this year? Because you got to remember DeAndre Hopkins is out for almost half the season. So, yes, uh, dude, I do the Cardinals. I don't know, man. I really. 
a lot of me wants to steer clear of the Cardinals. I don't know if you saw the whole Kyler Murray with the headset on the sidelines. Cliff's, Cliff Kingsbury saying, hey, like it's not that easy calling plays. And then Kyler Murray called him for two, and they scored a touchdown in each of them. I think there's some turmoil there. Um, I think it... <sighs> I think he could be good. The thing is, is he doesn't have as much speed as he used to. And Kyler Murray is going to want to expand the field. And I don't know if Zach Ertz is going to be in that game plan. So he has a possible upside where he does throw to him and stays a little more in the pocket and throws the ball. But knowing Kyler Murray and knowing tight ends on the Cardinals, I'm not really, I'm not sheepish on him. I'll tell you that. I just think Zach Ertz is a good late round flyer that if he yeah. does work out for you, he's great. Another guy that I believe could also be in that similar conversation, and he's not a tight end, but I think a guy like Russell Gage is a lot of people, yeah. people are like sleeping on right now. Like There's a guy, I mean, that I believe has true high upside potential and can be that you know Edelman type for Tom out there in, in, in Tampa Bay, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, because also Godwin's out for a minute there too, so... Yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of people that have to share the ball there. Um, but I True. think Tom's gonna like him a lot. Tom's gonna like him a lot because he does pick that one guy where he's like, "Hey, he always does here's the ball." Yeah, and Gage has that little like quick speed, like front to back. He can just move. So I think Tom just wants to give quick. it to him, give him some space. Yeah. Right, see, quick. Mike. See, I have some like the, the guys that are like in between right now, guys like Travis ETN, and a lot of people are really high on this Brees Hall, uh, guy yeah. out of Iowa State that got drafted by the yeah. Jets. A lot of people are high people on People just like I mean, those so, rookie RBs. Yeah, I know. But like ETN technically is coming into a rookie year. Now, yeah. you know, Doug Peterson historically likes to get a little creative with running backs. And I think still ETN, hard to get used to that. Yeah, I know. But I mean, Dougie, Peterson. Dougie is a, P. Dougie P, man. He's a good coach, and ETN and um, you Robinson. know Wonder Wonder Boy himself out there, yep. you know, have that Clemson connection. Yeah, oh, I don't know, yeah, man. I, yeah. I mean, a lot of people forget that that Clemson connection is real, and he's gonna, I think, go to the well more so than most people. I think ETN and Trevor Lawrence are gonna create some magic, magic this year. For, I'm high. Are on you that. are you worried about sharing the ball with James Robinson this year? I am not. See, I don't think James Robinson's going to get – I think in PPR formats, you'd be silly not to try and – if, like, ETN's sitting there, right, next to a guy, maybe, like, I don't know. I'd say, like, if Pollard's there and ETN's there, you got to go with ETN. Okay. That's, yeah, because they're going to want to force Zeke. They're going to want to force Zeke in that backfield. They're not. If James Robinson isn't panning out, they're putting ETN there. See? And yeah. Chicago PD and FD agree with me. We should have made a disclaimer that we both came in like last place in our leagues last year. Yeah, so you may want to like take that with a small grain of salt. Grain of but salt. at the end of the day, Matthew Barry and all these guys who predict this shit are all throwing dartboards yep. blind. Yep. So we could be very right. We could be terribly wrong. That's the thing. You got to take it with a grain of salt, but that's everybody. Because when you look at your draft board, you are going to be basically pigeon-held to what's left at certain rounds, especially if if you're in a snake draft format. If you got that first pick, well, you're not picking again until the end of the second round. So you better get that banger out right away or vice versa. 
How high are you picking Mark Ingram this year? Not very high. What if Kamara gets suspended? Because <sighs> he's their I, one at that point. I know. I just feel like he's aging out a little bit for me. Yeah. I think a guy like Ramondre Stevenson on New England's a far better pick. Better pick, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I think, you know, but there's another thing. You got to find it very interesting to trust Bill out there in New England, you know, calling plays like this. Well, we're just going to fuck everybody's fantasy league up because Bill doesn't care. Bill's just trying mm-hmm. to win football games. So, yep. yeah, he, he doesn't care about analytics. He's just, he's just trying to win the game, right? Uh, I don't know. In my opinion, ah, that's a rough one. That's a rough yeah. one. I think I think that guys like Naheem Hines have more value than Mark Ingram. I'd say so, but if he's getting the lion's share of the carries, you might have a couple weeks where he's kind of the dog. He's going to be one of those guys that you won't start him, and then when you don't start him, he's going to score a lot, so you'll start him the next week, and he won't score at all. Yeah, exactly, and and that's the that's the rough part. Like, Kadarius Tony are, is really high on a lot of people's boards right now, but... Yeah, but... Yeah, who's throwing him the football? Right. You know, but <laughs> the same could go for Robert Woods, you know, another USC guy. See, we're talking about all the USC guys right now. Mm-hmm. Is Robert Woods in a situation where if Kadarius Tony is on the same board and you're looking at this and it's Robert Woods, Kadarius Tony, do you go with the more proven product? I mean, I do. I mean, honestly, you put Robert Woods on it. He's on a playoff team. Derrick Henry's going to take like a decent amount of the defense to look at oh, him. Yeah. Robert Woods might have some pretty plays this year. Is okay. Because they don't have receivers anymore, QB, too. That's something to think Tannehill about. Is going to be the guy? You know, that's the question. Is Tannehill's going to be the quarterback all year this year? I guarantee you. Think so? Yeah, probably. 100%. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think that. I don't think he's ready. <laughs> Honestly, like Tannehill's got to come in and do it. And they don't have receivers anymore. Like yeah. AJ Brown's gone, Julio Jones is gone. So Robert Woods is that guy. So True. they're going to get him the ball. Here's a deep sleeper for a lot of people. Ready? Okay. Damon Pierce, who <laughs> running back, Houston Texans. Okay, this guy I think has the potential to be a bell cow. He's on a Lovey Smith ran team. They yep. like to get really creative running the ball, especially in goal line situations. And right now, there's really nobody. I feel like Davis Mills is going to look at him. A He's lot a rookie. Like, Damian Pierce. Look at that. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I actually, I actually had no clue who he was. So that's see, bad research on see, that's, my. That's my what. End. That's what this, you know, pot will give you. You know, sometimes Vince, you know, we don't see each other's lists when we do these things, right? Right. So that's one for me. That's huge. Another one I highly recommend to pay attention to is Zamir White. Yeah, Zamir White on the Raiders, I think, has the potential to beat out Josh Jacobs. No, if you look at it, you don't think so? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. I Josh see, Jacobs is proven at this point. But McDaniels likes his guys. That is a Bill Belichick McDaniels thing. You better be his guy. If not, you're going to kind of be outside looking in. And let me ask you this, Vince. Why are they starting Josh Jacobs 12 plays in a preseason game? Like, Why are you doing that? I don't know. Honestly, dude, I am worried about the Raiders this year because they should be good, but. I don't put a lot of credence into Josh McDaniels as a head coach. Why is that? Why? The last time he was a head coach, he we was got a head burned. Coach of the fucking Broncos. Yeah, I know. And he was a young man. He was he was all fixated with Tebow and he took Tebow to the game before the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, I know. It's just ah uh, 
It, it worries me. That's all I'm saying. It worries me because it's like leader of men. That was Belichick the whole time. Leader of men. Josh McDaniels isn't required to do that. I hope he can do it here. They have some personalities on that on that team now. Is Devontae Adams getting the ball enough? I don't know. That's a little worrisome for me, but they might be good. I mean, I hope they're good. I want them to be a good team because I like their team makeup and I like Derek, Derek Carr, but he's got to prove it to me, you know? <laughs> like, he's granted, he's not proven anything to me because he doesn't give a shit who I am, but, like, as far as my brain's concerned, I'm like, I got to see that he can do this by himself. I think he's going to prove a lot of people right. I think he's got too many weapons on that offense not to get it right. I mean, think about it. Darren if he doesn't Waller, get this right, then he's not. Darren Waller, Devontae, <laughs> Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro, sleeper. I mean, not really anymore. I just don't understand yeah. how a small, like it's just that weird concept of this small kind of unathletic white dude just rakes. And you're like, how does that make any sense? He just Sneaky finds a way boy. to get open. It's great, kid. And, and, and he doesn't it, like talk about having the dog in you. Yeah, that kid's got the dog in him. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like a yeah, shit too, but he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> now, who are you? Who are your underperformers this year, Vince? If you had to look at it and say, eh, "I'm not too fucking high on that guy," who, who are you? Uh, there's a couple people. Uh I I feel like, and this like he's still gonna have a really good year. That's that's the caveat here. They're still probably gonna have good years. They're just not gonna have great years. I am worried about Travis Kelsey. Because Tyreek Hill took a lot, a lot of coverage away from him, especially in the middle of the field. It kind of opened up when Tyreek Hill was running go routes on the right side of the of the offense. Um, also, like he's going to be double teamed all the time. And granted, he's a big boy, and that's how it's going to end up working out. But Kelsey's going to get picked one one in almost every single tight end draft in like the U S so <laughs> it's going to happen that way. But I don't know, like last year his his numbers were so astronomical that there's just no way you can actually follow up and do the same thing twice. I would agree with that. And I think a lot of people are going to be hyper-focused on him. I feel the same way kind of on Tyreek Hill. I don't think Tyreek is going to have the year. Everybody no, I agree. Is. He needs to stop you know. saying that too was as accurate as Mahomes. It's just wrong. It's patently false. Dude, their new head coach, too, is coming out saying shit like he throws the most accurate football I've ever seen. Yeah, Bruh. I love that guy, though. Mike McDaniel. <laughs> He's guy. cool. I, and, and I think I, a caveat in his contract is that he just wanted to smoke weed a lot, which I kind of thought was hysterical. I think it's awesome. <laughs> it's great. He's like, yeah, listen, you're probably not going to want to drug test me. It's like, what? I think that's funny as shit. Um, but yeah, for me, I think he's going to have a down year. And then related to that, I... You know, you look at Marcus Valdez, Scantling, you think of Juju. Yep. I don't know. That offense is kind of like this weird balance right now, but it's either going to be really good or I think it's going to be very disappointing. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it's it's either really good or disappointing because if it's not really good, it's disappointing. You know, <laughs> like they don't have a, a middle ground where it's like they were pretty good. Like they are going to be either good or like not good in people's minds. That's just how it's going to go. I agree with that, but I think they're still going to take that that ASC division. I, I mean, I don't know though. Buffalo though, hot take. I, I don't really. I don't think. Who's I don't think they us? win. I don't think they win their division. Not the AFC. I don't think they win their division. 
No, I'm talking about their what they're in, right? So what is it? The AFC West? Or yeah. Is it East? Yeah, because it's West. I mean, who else is in the AFC? I mean, the everybody, Raiders, Mike. The Chargers? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a stack. Broncos? Raiders? Yeah, that's a that's a. <sighs> dang. I'm telling you, there's a lot of teams over there. <laughs> Are you fading Christian Kirk this year? Guy <laughs> got paid a bag eighty four. Do we million have dollars. to? Do you have to rate him eighty four million dollars? Um, you you have dollars. to rate him high because he's obviously, I guess, I guess maybe yeah, I guess he's got to be right. So like, yeah, I would say he's probably going to underperform to his contract for sure because he's Christian Kirk. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm going to try to avoid. I always try to avoid drafting him, and I always end up getting him. I already got him in my dynasty league because he was of course you did. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's not a terrible dynasty pick. Now, here's the real question: because I'm not paying him did, that 84 mil. In your dynasty <laughs> league, did you take Mitchell? Did you take Mitchell or Trubisky? Yeah. No, I didn't. Ah, uh, that a boy. I'm surprised. Vince. Yeah, you're a, you're I, a Mitch guy. I like Mitch, but I wouldn't I wouldn't leverage my future on him. <laughs> oh, come on. You're not out here kissing titties, Vince? Come on. No. You want to know who I did get, though? Jameis get... Winston. <laughs> I got Jameis Winston. Over Justin Fields, you went with Jameis. I got Deshaun Watson, too, so sue me. <laughs> the infidelity pod. Yeah, now, that's okay, what it there, is. To talk about Mitchell, then, and this is a yeah. relevant, relevant topic, Kenny Pickett, is he going to be the starter at the beginning of this season, or is no. Mitchell going to be the starter? You don't think Mitch. so? I think Mitch Did has you... it for like four or five weeks, and then Kenny takes it over after that. You see Kenny in that – I mean, I know you can't bank so much on yeah. season games. But That's exactly what I was going to say to you. I'm just saying You've... Kenny looks like a dog, dude. He was We've dropping dimes that, out there. We've seen that, though. You kind of see that every year. It's like, this guy's going to be phenomenal. The Bears are especially great at that. It's like, holy shit, perfect throw. He's going to be amazing. Then they come out, and they're playing real defenses. Like, the difference between a first-string defense and a second-string defense, or vice versa on the offense, is, like, astoundingly different. Like, anybody that's going to be second-string wouldn't be first-string on basically any other team. So that's something you got to keep in mind. It's like... Yeah, you can do that against plenty of guys, but then you start throwing that, like you know, the defensive backs for like the Vikings in there. It's going to be a different game for you. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I, I, I believe that some of the, the hype around the preseason is just that it's, it's just way overblown. It's way overblown. Now let's also, you know, a lot of people don't talk about defenses, you know, defenses could win you a league potentially. Yeah. Now who are some of your defenses right now that you're like, I mean, of course, you're going to look at teams like the Rams and even the Bills right now. You, you can't yeah. fade them too heavy. I want to say I mean, Bills what, are probably defense? my one one right now. Hmm. Even um, over the Rams. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I okay. think so. Um, I actually don't really have the Rams like top three. Not going to oh. lie. Because, well, that Bucks D is pretty fucking good. <laughs> that's something to remember it's like yeah they got the offense they got tv so you don't hear a lot about them but last year the bucks actually graded out top three so don't forget about that and then also the saints are a defensive ran team now and their defensive coordinator is now their head coach so i'd also put the saints up there you got the packers you got the colts they're all good defenses so i don't know the rams are top five for me for sure but i wouldn't put them top three 
Okay. Okay. Fair statement. Fair statement on that side. See, a lot of people, I don't know. I feel like the Ravens are primed to have a big defensive comeback here. I think another team a lot of people sleep on are the Saints. I think the Saints yeah. D is sick. That's what I was saying. They have, and, they have a, yeah. yeah. True. I think the Colts, like, I don't know. A lot of people are looking at the commanders too because of Ron Rivera. I feel like people look at the coaches and defensive coaches, but what are your takes on the Chargers this year? Because they got like a three-headed monster right now. Yeah, but it's like you got to hope they Matt, stay healthy. Joey you got to hope they stay healthy. Derwin James, Casey yeah, Jackson. Derwin James got a bag too. That Italian um, kid, I forget his name. He's a stud too. Yeah, I can't think of them either. Um, but no, I mean, on paper, they're great. On paper, they should be a top five defense. There's a lot of injury concern on that line, especially. Especially with Khalil Mack, too. The guy's an older guy. He's obviously not going to be the force. Like, Bosa on the other end is going to be the force. If they stay healthy, they're definitely a top 10 defense. If they start having injury problems, it's going to be difficult for them again. And I just hope that they have, like, some good reserves that can come in and kind of take it over. Um all that being said, at in a nutshell, getting all those names together and putting it on a piece of paper, there's no way you can argue that they're not going to be at least the top half of the league defense. And a lot of people have them ranked like 20th, 19th, like really, really low on their list. I don't see that happening. There's just too much firepower. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Where Fair do you enough. have them? I, dude, I think that's a top five defense. Yeah, I think that's a top five defense all day long this year. Of course, the biggest question is to stay healthy. But, you know, I think the, the most solid, safest fantasy football defense you can roll with year on year are the Patriots. Yeah, Because Bill's always going to bring a great defense on the field. He's a defensive coach is what he does. Now, that could very well change because that defense might be on the field a lot this year, considering yeah. all the shitty <laughs> situations that they have. Zach um, Jones. Matt. Well, yeah. I mean, Mac is, he's all right. Zach now, Jones. Problem, bring him back. I made that nickname up last the, year. Let's keep the, going. The problem is, is that you don't have an offensive guy in the room calling plays. I mean, I'm sorry. Matt Patricia was a defensive coordinator, a very good one. Pencil in the air, right? Uh, it's interesting. It's going to be either like, okay, they're pretty good, or they're just going to be god-awful. And then I think that's – if they're god-awful, I think that's the last year you see Bill in New England, and they move on. Who – who? I know this isn't a fancy question. Who comes in second in the AFC East? <sighs> you put me on the spot here. You know the Bills are taking it, obviously. But I Miami? think it's got to be the past. No, it's got to be the past. I don't think – I don't think that – Miami's going to make as much noise as people want to give them. Hey, I heard the Jets have something brewing. <laughs> I mean, Mike White, if Mike White comes back, maybe. Lightning in a bottle. If Lightning comes back, maybe. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. our favorite quarterback I, on this podcast. <laughs> absolutely our favorite quarterback on this podcast. I just don't see how that, that works. Um, I just don't see that division. I I, I don't see it. Yeah, if the Patriots I mean, come in third in the division, it would be a huge surprise because we haven't seen that like ever, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, and the AFC West is just out here looking absolutely unstoppable. 
Yeah, I mean, AFC West, any one of those teams is coming in second place in the like AFC anytime, anytime these teams play each other is going to be primetime football. Yep. Like, it's going to just be the AFC West primetime. That's what they should be called. AFC There's West a primetime. world where Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, like, fucking, ah, Jesus Christ. Like, Hunter Renfro, like, all those boys come in third place in that division. That's crazy. Devontae Adams comes in third place in that division. That's crazy. And then it wouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> that's, that's the craziest part about it at all. It's not. Justin Herbert might be in the fourth place team. That's crazy. <laughs> and it's going to just be like that one team that just didn't make the playoffs. And it's going to be like they were in first place in every other division, though. Yep. Right. If they were in any other. Yeah. Division, and then you'll get like the, the Steelers or the Browns. And you're like, how did this happen? A hundred percent. I mean, the Ravens, I think, are bound. The Ravens are going to win. Right, yeah. You're right. I don't think they're going to win the North. I think the Bengals, for sure, they're too low. Oh, duh. I'm an idiot. I forgot about, dude, we've been recording for too long. I forgot about the Bengals. <laughs> I've worn Vince out on <laughs> no, fantasy talk. Have I not? I don't know. Do I forget about the fucking AFC Super Bowl team. That's I crazy. This, I think this is where we got to call it, Vince. Yeah. You know, and, and this <laughs> I agree. I'm dying. This, is, this was a Cincinnati pod. All during the playoffs last season. I lost so. money. I lost substantial money on the Super Bowl. Of the so did I. I think this whole house did, but it <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. So Vince, we got some big news. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have a recap of how our fantasy draft went here. Um, have to. And yeah. and and we're gonna be coming back here with how we felt about it. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna go pick per pick, and we're gonna see how that looked. Yeah. All right. I love we're that. Gonna see how it looked. Well, Taxi Squad Podcast episode thirty four in the. Books, Books. Vinny. It's always great chatting sports with you. I mean, that's why we do what we do, right? It's a damn pleasure, Mike. Every week is a pleasure. It's a pleasure, my guy. So this will be dropped Thursday, August 25th. Yeah, so if anything happens, by the way. (laughs) If a major injury happens, sorry in advance. This is, it's Monday. Your boys got shit to do this week. Your boys, uh, as in both of us. So, sorry, okay? If it happens, it happens. Family first, right? That's what they say. I love you still, though. Oh, always, always, my guy. This is, see, that's what we do. We choose love on this pot. We that's take it. the we, we take the godly path. But yes. as always, you know what you got, you know what you got to do. You got to rate it. You yep. got to follow it. You got to yep. like it. You got to give us all the accolades that we deserve. Five stars, nothing less. Five stars, and uh, yeah, we'll see you again next week. We're gonna have a good nice recap on this. I'm looking forward to it. Peace.